I was always, you know, go with the flow kind of person in my family. And then I started dating Noah and I kind of just had to develop that. Welcome back to Dear Shandy listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Doing great. Very great. We have a very exciting Love Fest couple today. We do. Yes. We've been kind of hoping for this to happen one day. Mm -hmm. And I was like trying to play my cards right. And then one day Noah was like, well, come on the podcast. And I was like, okay. (laughs) You made my job a lot easier. Thank you guys, Abigail and Noah, for joining us today. Thanks for having us, you guys. (laughs) Super stoked. Yeah, you didn't even have to pitch it. I just kind (laughs) of said it. You're like, wait, really? And then I walk, as I'm walking away, I'm like, yeah, really? (laughs) Here we are. We're glad to be here. (laughs) We're really excited to have you. I mean, I never want to presume, especially when the couple in question it's kind of like a public couple. You know, sometimes we'll have a couple on where one person's bachelor nation and then the other party is a civilian, is as nation, we call them. Nation, nation. <laughs> yeah, just nation, nation. Yeah. And so it means a lot to us that you joined us and we're going to have fun today dissecting yes. your relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked. I just want to give a forewarning. If I miss any of the, any of the check boxes here that we're all looking for, not on me. I'm going to blame sleep or something like that. So let's get it going. (laughs) (laughs) I can't explain. Yeah. Where she was born or something. Yeah. Just something, anything could happen. Well, you've got a head injury. Yes. I mean, exactly. You, you, you have a qualifier. You conditional everything you say on this podcast. (laughs) You could just say head, head injury. (laughs) You're also going to fit right in starting off with a disclaimer because this is it's very on brand for us to do that, too. Yes. <laughs> OK, so we're going to start at the beginning of your relationship. Usually our first question is, how did you meet? But I have a feeling most people know how you met. So instead, what I want to know is, did you already know of each other from watching the show? And what were your first impressions? Do you want to start? Do you want to start? (laughs) Um, The extent of Abigail that I knew was just from the show, uh, you know, The Bachelor. And I was on The Bachelorette, so I knew that there's a lot of uh, perception and editing. But I liked what I saw. And I was like, if she's, you know, anything like that, she seems really sweet. could see there maybe be some potential, but it was only super surface. But I, that was, you know, Abigail was one of the only people I had put on my little list. I think I'd mentioned two other people. I'm not going to say who they were, but <laughs> Abby knows. Um, it was like, this is the, you know, the surface level that I know them. I would like to know more. Mm-hmm. And her first impression was hot dang. I was like, I mean, she's hot. So let's see, you know, what we're like, you know, just talking and hanging out. Okay, Abigail, how about you? Um, yeah, so I actually watched this season right after I got back from Matt's season of filming. Oh, wait, sorry. Beautiful, not hot. I have to work on my words that I use. <laughs> um, and my first question was, well, obviously, I thought he was like the mustache villain on Tisha's season. I didn't really know what to think of it. And then when Paradise, kind of the discussion started rolling around and just kind of thinking, okay, who would I be interested in? I was actually talking to my mom 
And she highlighted Noah because I guess she really liked you on Keisha season. Bless up, Susie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mom knows and, best. I mean, yeah, I had a really good first impression. I didn't know what to expect. Like, I didn't think he was a villain, but I just really didn't know what to expect. Puts me in a good position, though, because yes. I can always, you, she can be pleasantly surprised if I'm not, you know, just the worst. But then mm-hmm. if I am, it's like, nah, that's kind of what I expected. <laughs> so you can't really prove it's funny having gotten to know you after that season because yes, you were kind of a villain, but you also kind of weren't. And you also, it was, I don't know, you spoke up for yourself and for a certain kind of person, I felt like. And even though I didn't necessarily agree with everything, it, you just weren't your typical villain. There was just yeah. more layers. Andy, well, I, Andy's not going to chime in because he didn't watch that season. Well, I, I will say this. I think the mustache made you a villain. It's the ah. mustache fault. I shaved it today. He Abby, did. I don't I was trimming it. I was you look much nicer. Do I? Yeah, I trust you more. Yeah, even in like cartoons, when you draw like a bad guy, you're always drawing the mustache. Bad guys always have in the old timey cartoons, right? The, the mustache, especially the handlebar, which you, you were close to. I, you were getting, yeah. you're getting there. Do you feel a sense of loss? No, I mean honestly, you can actually see my face. I, people probably do smile more when I have when I don't have a mustache because I smile a lot, and the mustache kind of hides my my yeah. lip. I don't have a sense of loss. I'm just a different person. Truly. <laughs> okay. okay. Wow. <laughs> Did you have a funeral for the stash? Did you just like, no, actually, to rest I was just trimming it. Abby likes a heads up. If I do anything crazy, like cut my hair or shave my face or anything. Yeah. And I just walked out and it was, Every single time. <laughs> <laughs> no heads up. I'm the same way, Abigail. I, I need to know mm. what's going on and actually before our wedding, I didn't let Andy shave his face, even though it was our wedding and it was a formal event. I was like, I just don't know. I don't know what that looks like. Like, I don't want to exchange vows with someone I don't really recognize. I just feel like I like to ask for people's opinions before I do any changes. Like I ask you like, oh, like what would I look like with this kind of hair? And he just does it without asking. I'm just like, oh. But she typed that two minutes in she's like oh i love it that looks so much better i'm like okay what was this whole eight months of don't shave that you're talking about now you love it so i know people <laughs> will be into it once you kind of warm it up a little i love anything that you do yeah oh cute. yeah that's, she loves you yeah you can have it you can do anything that's what she was saying that's cute okay so back to first impressions how have those changed now that you you know we're a year plus in you get this one. I got the last one. <laughs> so how our impressions change? Um, I think I saw right away on Paradise, just not that I was like proven wrong, but I was just like, okay, he's just so much more than just kind of like the fun guy or the, you know, just goes along with everything. He had a lot more depth to him. Um, we have really good conversations. And I think I just saw really quickly that there was a lot of potential for like a really strong relationship. And now, I mean, I agree. I was going to say the only thing is, I mean, my, what my initial, whatever reaction or perception of Abigail, the only thing is it's deeper now, obviously that's something that we've been very intentional about is our own terms, you know, opening up on our own terms, diving into certain topics when each other's ready, things like that. So it's, it's kind of the same impression I had. It's just uh, more full and deeper than it was more color yeah you know there's more there's might be a curveball but you're like oh since we've already opened up to this level that makes more sense whereas initially if you just start and you're like 
here's all this, here's this, here's this, you might be taken back. But I yeah. feel like there's a lot more depth, uh, to, I guess, now than the initial. Off the campus. Yeah, Do you find cool. each other weirder than you initially thought? I'm just curious. I say oh, that because to me, Andy's so much. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. she, she is weird. And I know I'm weird. I never said I wasn't, but she's definitely, I'm like, all right. Uh, that's just, I guess, what she does. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Things have gotten uh, weird in the best way. Yeah, but it's fun. I mean, I'm not somebody that's going to be like, oh, that's weird. Don't do that. I might be like, maybe don't do that in public. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> well, that's okay. that's the thing about TV. TV forces you to be a little less weird. You just want to play it safe. You don't want to be totally yourself. Well, yeah, I feel like it's a combo. It's a combo of you being conscious of how weird you can be. And I think it's really hard to be as weird as you can be. In front of other people, let alone on TV. Plus, I do feel like the show (laughs) tends to shave you down to one Mm. stereotype facet of who you are. Like, I felt that way watching myself. I'm sure you felt similar. It's like, okay, yeah, that's not not me, but there's so much more to me. It's a double-edged sword because on TV, you either have to, like, box yourself in where you're like, I can't do all this, and those people will have regrets later on, or you have to really hone into the one side that's keeps coming at you. And then it's like, that's all you see. Yeah. You can't always be the person that like, I'm not always going to be the one that starts a fight and hops a fence every instance of every day. (laughs) But you know, if my back's against the wall, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I would do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and there are people I think who, who would 18 and 20 year old Noah definitely would get, (laughs) you know, start the fight or hop the fence. If it, if it, you know, So speaking of facets of your personality, how would you guys say you complement each other? I would say she helps ground me a little bit because I'm very, I don't miss deadlines, but I am very cool with getting as close as I can, (laughs) letting fate get in the way. And it, it, I always say it always works out kind of thing where she's like, no, we have to leave now (laughs) or we have to do this now. Or you said you would do this do it, then do something else. Oh my gosh, I sound so naggy. Well, no, it's just it <laughs> ground. It helps, it helps ground where my personality is like, yeah, I'll do what I can. The rest will sort itself out. And maybe that thing that I said I was going to do, I missed it until way later when I could have just done it. So she helps kind of ground me out, whereas I'm more like uh, go with the flow. Yeah. I, for some reason, can picture you in an Indiana Jones hat, like sliding under the stone wall for some reason. I could totally see that. And Abigail, I relate to that. I feel like you kind of grow out of leaning into procrastinating all the time. I feel like I have now I'm like, oh, we have to leave now. We have to leave now because I hate the feeling of rushing. And it, for some Uh reason, took me like 10 years to learn that. I don't know why, but yeah. Yeah, I always say like, I never really used to be like a type A person. I was always, you know, go with the flow kind of person in my family. And then I started dating Noah and I kind of just had to develop that. But I'm just like, we got to get things moving or get the show on the road a little bit. But no, I think we balance each other out really well. Cause I think while I'm like that, he's also very good at being very present, very positive, kind of in the moment. Cause I think sometimes I can get, you know, like down about some stuff like social media or just stressing about bigger picture things. And he always just kind of brings me back to 
the present and just says, okay, well, today's like a new day and whatnot. So I love that answer. That's a good one. That's important. I want you to do that with me more. I do that with you all the time. (laughs) More on the flip side too. There are, I like to kind of recharge by like myself and just sometimes not want to do anything. And she'll be goofy weird when I'm like, just not in the mood. So there is, it kind of goes both ways as well. Wait, wait. So how does that play out? I'm curious. Well, if I'm like, I just don't want to do it. I've been busy. I've been doing stuff. I don't really want to talk to anybody or let me just do this thing. She'll come in and I don't know what she's doing, dancing or singing (laughs) perfectly on pitch. Of course, just kind of like, let's go for a walk. And I'm like, I don't really want to, but actually after it's all said and done, it's like a nice little switch up where she's the kind of goofy like we both like gotta recharge differently. Yeah. And so just like trying to figure out how do you let the person recharge, but then oh yeah. Lift them like up the, too. Like living together, we're still we do pretty good, but we definitely have our moments here and there. Yeah. i I mean there's a reason why living together doesn't work out for a lot of people. It's really the big test. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's always the test. You should do it as soon as possible. When you think it's right, if you think it's right, just live together. And you will know <laughs> very quickly or travel together. Yeah. Oh, totally. I think it's those two travel. Yeah, together right. Live together. Traveling can take the place. Yeah. To travel together in either a nice place or not the nicest kind of place in order to really get to know somebody. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. I would almost say the less nice, the more you'll learn. Uh, yeah. Cause if you can see somebody like cranky from no food or the, I feel like Paradise, like we tested that out really early on because Paradise is not the best living Yeah, but we have stuff catered to us. I mean, like, oh, the car broke down and we ran out of gas and my Spanish is that of a (laughs) two-year-old. Like, all right. (laughs) It's really true. You can get around living with each other if you'd go on a really long, difficult trip. Yeah. Sort of bypass it. Living together. Yeah. Yeah. You could just go and say like, hey, we're going to backpacking in Europe for 10 days. Come, Come on, let's see what happens. That's true. And you'll know. Speaking of being on the show and being looked after, I always look for segues. What would you say? Because let's be real here. You met on TV. You dated on TV. You broke up on TV. What would you say is the biggest misconception about your relationship? You have stuff to say. Go ahead. Someone's got something to say. We got a reaction from Abigail on that one. Oh, I have a lot of thoughts. I just no, I think one of the hardest things for me, and I know I can attest to this, was watching ourselves back on Paradise because, you know, while we did break up on TV, we had a lot of really good moments together. We had a lot of relationship building moments together. I felt really good about our relationship, you know, during that time. And watching it back, I just felt like I was watching something I've never seen before, just in terms of, <laughs> I just felt like you only kind of saw you know, maybe a fight that we had or us just sleeping. And there were just so many moments that were missed. And I think there was kind of a misconception that mm. we were just the boring couple. We're friend zoning each other, yeah. you know, mm. this, that, and that. And I'm just like, it's unfortunate that people didn't get to see like the real love story between us. But if anything, we know it. So that kind of makes it special. But I would definitely say that was a misconception we actually talked about that i gotta tell you that would drive me crazy yeah your reaction you had i feel like i would have way worse (laughs) you'd be inconsolable i would be inconsolable just because i'd be like what that doesn't represent who we are and i 
would agree because when we met you in person and of course you were dating, you were back together and had been for a while. I was like, wow, this is a really solid couple. I feel like I fell for an edit. That's right. And that must be maddening. Mm -hmm. Or uh, Noah seems less plus. No, I mean, I have a, I have a mentality pretty much across the board where I kind of just like F them, screw Mm. it. Like I know what we're like. Is it worth my, is it worth my energy to be like, no, you guys got it all wrong. Here's us. Or is it worth my energy to save that and like use it where it counts, like Mm -hmm. together in our relationship. So it didn't bother me a whole lot, but I also kind of got, I mean, I didn't have the best edit on the bachelorette either. So I was kind of like, all right. And it's kind of like, you can, you, you can only do what you can do. Uh, The biggest misconception about, us was like i was asleep on the beach always <laughs> abigail wouldn't talk and everyone's saying they're like you know the it couple but they don't talk they don't do anything they're just there and eat shrimp and drink mimosas half of that's true but we also ha- did have a lot of um actually recorded conversations we had a lot of uh camera time but you know not tv time that wasn't shown but a lot of conversations where I was trying to dive into questions and she was asking me things that uh, we worked through, we disagreed with, and then we had fun and like hung out with some of the couples or did a a date. We set up quite a few dates um, that didn't get aired. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was like the biggest misconception is like the depth and how much fun we actually had as well as being able to hit those topics that just weren't aired. And it was like, well, I mean, it is what it is. Is kind of how I thought, but it was also like, you're seeing all these posts and stuff. I'm like, okay, well, if, if those people saw it, they would have a different, you know, of course. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a strange choice. They gave them a confusing edit. It was really confusing. We didn't understand. We were just yeah. like, they seem like there's something there, but then now there doesn't seem like there's yeah, something yeah. there. Then the breakup no was so heavy and so emotional. It was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That sure. they both had that, I guess emotional. I mean, we were just as confused, like watching it. We were like, what is going on? <laughs> Who are those people? <laughs> the yeah, arc, so- the arc made no sense. It was just, it was just like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. it made no sense. <laughs> no, well, there's a lot of, yeah, a lot <laughs> of is that good description. <laughs> a lot of, I guess, depth and fun that got, you know, lost in the, but I think that happens Archives, to a lot of couples. Mm-hmm. You only show so much. Yeah. One more paradise question, and then I swear we'll move on. Just a, you know, different, if there were a different path. Do you think, had you not ended it at the prom, that your whole edit beforehand would have been different? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a loaded question. I... That is a loaded question, but it's a good question. I think um, it definitely, the whole portrayal would have been different if we did end as a power couple, you Mm. know, and that, like I said, there was a lot of camera time Mm. between us. Um, I think it definitely would have been at least showed differently, but from my perspective, you know, that was all real. So yeah, yeah, it would have been nice to be shown a little better, have more fun and things like that, show some of the dates, but uh, it didn't. And, you know, that made our coming back and getting back together that much more real because I I already knew when I broke up with Abigail that it wasn't going to look good for me. I was like, OK, whatever. <laughs> like, this is where I'm at. I'm I don't, I don't know. This is where I'm at. So the coming back, I was like, I've already 
made my decision. It's already not going to look good. I don't, I don't really care, but I still have feelings. So it, it made the coming back, uh, I think, more real. So I have an interesting story. Uh-huh. It's actually not interesting unless you're interested in using Squarespace. But <laughs> if you are, I was on a conference call the other day with a kind of executive-y person. Okay. And a graphic designer. Okay. We were talking about building a website. And I said, oh, you know, I've used Squarespace. I don't know if that's something you'd use. And the executive guy was like, Andy, please. He's a graphic designer. He doesn't use Squarespace. That's like for amateurs. Uh And actually the graphic designer (laughs) chimed in and said, actually, you would have been right a long time ago. But now that's as good as almost anything. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's you didn't a true tell me story. that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was worth telling you outside of doing an ad for Squarespace. But within this context, it's an amazing story. Wow. So there you go. It's not only for website neophytes yeah, or... It's for pros. Yeah. I feel good about that. I felt great about it. I was like, wow. I, I felt bad, actually, for the executive. He got kind of clowned on. <laughs> We've said this before, but we'll say it again. We are not just blowing smoke when it comes to this. My blog of eight or so years now is mm-hmm. on Squarespace, has always been yep. our wedding website, Shandy.nyc. Mm-hmm. The original appearance of Shandy. That's true, was on Squarespace. Yes. My singing website, CharleneJoint.com, also on Squarespace. You have multiple websites on Squarespace. We will not give the URLs because Andy doesn't like to share that side of his life. However, all of our websites mm-hmm. on Squarespace and have been for really nearing a decade. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's becoming like your grandfather's web design location. Oh, isn't that scary? It'll reach a point where you've been on Squarespace for 20, 30 years. Well, soon, I hope that it becomes one of those things where you're like, I'm just going to Squarespace it. (laughs) (laughs) Like Google? Yeah, that's the goal of every every tech company, right? Squarespacing. I'm going to Squarespace that. I like it. So Squarespace is not only about beautiful websites, but it's also function in addition mm-hmm. to form. Mm-hmm. It's insane. They have every single feature you could possibly desire for Everything. a website. Yeah. And that includes real features like checkout if you are selling product or scheduling if you are the kind of person that would be booked on a calendar. Yeah. Lots I, of blog features. A lot, oh, a million blog features. I love their mobile optimization. Mm-hmm. It's very pleasing. You gotta have mobile optimization. Even when you edit it, it's even a phone-shaped oh, template. it's delightful. <laughs> the delight that brings me. Yeah. I mean, that used to be a major problem. It was. Major. Yeah, not anymore. Nope. No longer, because you Squarespace it. Yeah, yeah, I squarespaced it. So head to squarespace.com slash Shandy for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code Shandy to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash Shandy. Okay, so segue into my next question. What was an early hurdle in your relationship? And you can either, you know, make it paradisey or it can be something real world, whatever speaks to you. Well, I started in the doghouse would be the <laughs> first early hurdle. It was more on her, like, is she going to let me back kind of thing. In paradise? No, real life. Oh. Mm. It was starting with her being like, you just broke up with me in an 80s prom dress. Uh, uh. <laughs> like, what, what was that? I was We're like, just gonna... you really couldn't do it another time. And then second, <laughs> that, we couldn't be seen together for months. So it was like, let's me have to be like, here I am. Let's make this work. Her be like, I'll give him another shot um, because there's potential. But we also have to be hiding Mm. and like work and work long distance. So it was like 
you know, three things against, you know, against us starting out. Yeah. I mean, we worked <laughs> through it, but it was definitely twice as hard. Abigail, is it the same hurdle for you? Yeah, I would say probably the biggest hurdle early on was getting back together just because I think something that he really expressed was, well, I don't want the breakup to be held against me. You know, if we have future arguments that it come up. And I think just the thing for me was realizing that it was such a weird environment. Like, I don't think it was a breakup that would have happened in real life. It was just all the stressors, the environment. I wasn't myself on the show. I think you struggled a little bit too. It's just a weird hurdle because I've always been one I'm not going to do an on off relationship I'm not going to break up get back together that up and down so it was just trying to separate okay what were the feelings and then what was the environment at the show just kind of that hurdle um but I mean we took a shot and then after that it's never really been an issue I don't I mean I feel like we can kind of laugh about no, it I mean, a year later it was good for me to hear I don't want like a on and off sort of especially in the public eye relationship because I didn't want one either but I was also like yeah but you can't hold what happened to what I did and on a tv show against me in real life because if we can't move past that if it's always you know lingering there that's going to be a big thing that just slowly grows and then that's the backfall you you blame that so once we both had that understanding it was like all right, where are you at? Where can I fly to <laughs> kind of thing? I want to know the timeline. How fast after you left the show did you guys come back? We said we wouldn't ask any more Paradise questions, I, but I, I have, have this to. image, Noah, that your plane lands and you're like, what did I do? Yeah, how like, soon did you regret? Like, what, what, I want to know when the regret <laughs> clock yeah, started yeah, yeah. after the When did the ended. sinking feeling begin? Yeah. The initial feeling was, okay, I could have lost a good girl. Um, but I'm I, like, I was not even off the show. I got my phone and I was like, I'm just going to make sure at least for my own conscience, I didn't totally, I wasn't a dick to her and how I did it. There's no bad blood and she's a good person. And that's just my own choice. That was like the initial, I just want it to be a neutral. Hope you're well. I'm sorry that it worked out this way. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I was like, that's not good enough. Like, In the back of my mind, I was thinking this would have been a lot different, I think, maybe not on TV. Um, so that was always there. I mean, even when I even when I ended up, you know, breaking up or leaving the show, that thought was always this might have been different if we were on our own court, you know. Uh, and I want to have that shot where, you know, I already know this girl. And I see the potential there. I want to have this shot where it's us and our strengths and our weaknesses, not, you know, 30 other people involved. So it's pretty immediate. So so okay. my theory was, and we discussed this. That <laughs> I you, love that he's answering for himself and you're like, well, my yeah, yeah, theory. I'm going to tell you what you really <laughs> thought. <laughs> no, but I thought you broke up with Paradise, Abby, and you wanted to restart with Real World, Abby. That's what I, mean, I thought. That's a good, that's a super introspective uh you know, deep thought. And I do think there's some substance to that. Um, Cause I said that the first date we had on paradise, I said, all right, I know the Abby that's shown. I've talked to this Abby over the last eight hours or however long it was. And I know there's more like, you're not just a quiet, cute, you know, girl, there's more depth to you than what I've seen and what, you know, I've gotten to know. So yeah, there is some truth to that. Mm. Um, 
kind of like not holding on to what I knew was there and the potential was there, but I knew both of us would be better, you know, after the show or, and if not better, we would have a for sure answer. Not me being like, did I get in my head? Did she act this way? Were production involved? I'd rather have known right. on her own terms that we do or don't work out. Mm. And was there any discussion of that? Well, I guess you can't really. I mean, you're always Mike. You can't ever have any discussion. Oh, I mean, you tell us. Did you openly discuss that? Yeah. Was there any sort of? I, thought, like, I didn't want to hey, make this a paradise this conversation. <laughs> no, I don't want to either. This is, but it's important because unlike no. most times, this is an important turning point. I think with you guys, I, I was very interested in this. I'm rarely interested in drama on this it's show. It's true. He never cares. I don't care. I laugh at it. It's just dumb. Mm-hmm. I was very interested in what was going on dynamically with you guys. I was. I didn't, I didn't get it. For better, for worse, we really discussed everything, camera in our face or not. Um, and that was kind of, we, we both knew, okay, we're on a TV show. She doesn't like talking in front of the cameras. I kind of get annoyed that she doesn't talk. And she would be like, yeah, that's how it is. I don't like the cameras. I'd be like, <laughs> get used to it. Like, we're going we to have no talking relationship. Or, we weren't, I mean, we did talk about all those things mm. uh, on the show, actually. Okay. Abigail, you and I are cut from the same cloth because I was yeah. the exact same way. Yeah. Like it's once so I true. saw it coming near me, I was like, whoop. Just, I and don't you know what it is because it's not like, oh, I'm worried I'm going to say the wrong thing. But I think it just makes it feel so much more unnatural. Where Yes, it feels performative. Well, you, like a normal human, felt like someone was listening in on your conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're at the bar and some creepy guy is like, what are you talking about? I mean, they were literally a few feet away from you, but... Yeah, I think it was them, and I just had all these thoughts coming in of, you know, if we talk about something really personal, there's a million plus people that are going to hear it, and I just got so in my own head about it, and um, yeah, so I kind of just shut down when the cameras came around. I think that just makes you smart, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. Delightful, delightfully smart. (laughs) And just when you said that some person's like lurking at the bar, it just made me think of who I I think it was Ivan walking past in the hoodie in the background. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we do have a fifth wheel. Yeah, there's on this technically technically another guest on this podcast yeah. making very very <laughs> infrequent and non-verbal appearance. <laughs> but but that's very interesting. Thanks for expounding on that. It's time for Andy's favorite question. I would like to know how you guys fight. Describe the fight and how the conflict yeah. is resolved and who and no. <laughs> we already we already know that a good right hook from Abby caused that cut. But we want to know how do you fight? How do you resolve conflict and who usually says, I'm sorry first? (laughs) You want this one? Go ahead. So I feel like we usually start off with something that happens that I usually notice and I get very quiet. And he usually has to come up and say, oh, is something wrong? (laughs) And he usually has to ask like two or three times. And I'm finally like, okay, yeah, like this is bothering me. I'm definitely much more emotional. Like when we're fighting, sometimes I have harder time seeing the other side. He's very like logical. He's very much like, I can see your side. This is how my perspective of it. And then he's usually the first one to say, sorry. Wow. Noah, nice. this is looking really good on you right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very good. You're no. not me. Usually we don't fight about big stuff. So it depends. I'd say it depends what we're fighting over, or how much skin's in the game, if that makes mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it does normally go with me being like, all right, Abby's quiet. 
and I've asked twice, or I know she's quiet because of something I did that I don't think is a big deal that she thinks is a big deal. <laughs> so he's decoding. Yep. That's a big deal. Um, so I can either be like, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, or I can let her figure it out. And I've learned it's not always a good thing to just let her figure it out because that makes it look like I don't care or I'm oblivious. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. So there's a fine line of, uh, and I'm, there's things that it's me too, but I'm pretty like, if there's a conflict, let's address it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's Wisdom actually- beyond his years. Wow. I'm so yeah. impressed. So I was going to say so beyond his years, because I learned this, I learned this not that long ago. Like I was way older than you when I learned this, but I will never stop asking. Well, I know when something's wrong and I will not stop asking. Even if you tell me to shut the fuck up, <laughs> I will continue to ask you what's wrong and eventually you'll tell me. Yeah. And that's how it's done. And I agree with you. I mean, Good tactic. My parents, this is something we actually did talk about on the show. Something I was so cognizant of is conflict resolution. Cause obviously on paradise, everything's great. Like I said, we just ate shrimp all day. It's paradise. Uh, <laughs> But I was like, all right, so I get in this relationship on TV and we never actually had a struggle. And then we get in the real world uh, and we're just like, we don't know how to deal with it. And then, you know, it all collapses. So mm-hmm. I will say I went out of my way sometimes on Paradise to get in trouble <laughs> to be like, how do we handle this? You know? Oh, wow. Advanced. Which, I know yeah. I did, but it was important to me. because that's I think conflict resolution, my parents taught me like that is a huge uh, like foundation and relationship. Everyone gets in fights. Everyone argues. Everyone disagrees on something. It's how you go about it and have respect, but still love the person. That's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty, uh, that's something that we do take pretty seriously is it's not the fact that we fight or don't fight. It's like how we get through what we fight. Beautiful. Uh, so that's something that we do try to actually focus on quite a bit. It's Damn. so important. And isn't it interesting how that's something you were raised with and how now it seems like, Abigail, you get to reap the benefits of that yeah. in your current relationship. Oh, I mean, that makes me look like this. this no. It's not the case. I mean, I'm, in, no, I mean, I'm an idiot, too. But no, I mean, my parents always said to, you know, conflict is you always want to see how the other person handles conflict you know do they respect you do they yell at you and so forth and I mean when we have arguments yeah sometimes it can be emotional but there's never yelling there's never slamming doors or everything it's always very Mm -hmm. respectful and that's just something that I well I don't love fighting but I'm just saying like I think it's something (laughs) that as I get older it's just something I very much appreciate because we're not going to agree on everything but just the amount of respect there when we do have the disagreement, it always feels good. Yeah. And I have a rule. I do have a rule that you never end the night with a fight. Yep. Ooh. Even That's if good. you fight all day, you can fight all day. She can yep. sucker punch me in the forehead. <laughs> uh, you never end the night with, with a fight. And if you have a problem and it's been like 24 hours, then you drop everything and address it. That's like my rule, not just relationship. If I'm still thinking about something 24 hours down the road, then I'm like, all right, this is important. Yeah. So wait, so your rule is to be clear, never go to bed angry, would you say? Pretty much. Never. Yeah. I mean, don't end the night because when you go to bed, it's 
You don't want to let it fester. You, you don't want it. Yeah, exactly. I find it rich that you're agreeing so wholeheartedly to this. Because I, don't, <laughs> I, 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 I don't go. You go to bed angry. I don't. No, go to bed you angry. totally go to bed. So I uh-uh. would say not. I, I go to bed angry if you don't let me not go to bed angry. <laughs> I, I initiate the not going to bed angry, and you continue it, and then I just like, well, I'm gonna have to go to bed angry. It's not my fault. <laughs> That's the way we resolve conflict. <laughs> There may be some truth to that. Usually I'm not like, we're not going to, you don't get like a fast track to this being solved because it's bedtime. And so then he's like, okay. And then he goes to bed. I eventually just give up. But I will say that oftentimes the next morning, usually because like you said, Abigail, like you guys, you said it's usually something stupid. Like it usually is something stupid. So the next day we're like, oh, that was dumb. Like Like you all... Uh, yeah. yeah, you're almost embarrassed. Like I sometimes I'm like, I'm a little embarrassed that I got as upset as I did. I for some reason, I turn into a different person at night. Mm-hmm. Do you think so? <laughs> I don't pick fights with you during the day when the sun is shining. Uh, at true. night, you're, it's go time. It's just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I turn into a oh, werewolf. Yeah. She'll do that when I'm trying to sleep. I'm like, okay, I was wrong. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> you're right. You're you're right yeah, the whole time, but I just I need I want to sleep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even care like, what it was. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I to to get to go to sleep when I'm tired, I'll admit to anything. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Anything you want. You mm-hmm. tell me I did something wrong, I did it wrong. Yeah. I want to go to sleep. Can you give an example of a silly thing? Like a, a recurring thing that's silly that you might fight about? I'm curious. I'm sure there's tons. <laughs> For us it's housework. Yeah. What genre of yeah. what genre of fight is it? Yeah. Like what is the genre? It's normally where one of us is putting our time. Like oh. one time he played Apex at some video game, like an hour longer than he said he yeah, would. And yeah, I was yeah. like waiting to watch a movie with him. And I actually got really annoyed because I was like, I got all my stuff done. We had a schedule, everything right. was like it was only an hour. And I turned into all disagreement. But, but I was in stuff the, like that. I was in the middle of a, a, a win and I had my <laughs> little brother on the line and I was like, I knew very dang well what I said. And the trouble is going to get me into, but I was going to continue down that path regardless of the consequences. Oh, wow. Okay. It was a, a true soldier. So you did not lose track of time. It was a conscious. No, I knew what time it was. Yeah. yeah. Which is probably worse. That's probably well, that, worse. That's actually, he knows how strong the relationship is that he can test yeah. it to that yeah. degree. Oh, he, ha- he has, he has goodwill, you know, he can ship away. Yeah. It's impressive. It is. Yeah. It's only time. It's what one of us said we were going to put time into or what, we allotted a walk for two hours or something, and I played golf for four oh, yeah, golf or something like that. <laughs> that's like, a good area of fighting. I like I, that. Oh, I think I that's very, that. I don't think that's that silly at all. No. What I'm mostly enamored by is that you have walks scheduled into your days. <laughs> we do. We do. That's I am as well. This is like <laughs> nice activity like this activity cute. that we can do together, like an hour walk every day after dinner. But he doesn't always want to. I'm like, let's rollerblade or bomb down a hill or something like that or drink wine and then rollerblade. She's like, let's go on a walk. It's good for you. I'm like, is it? Okay, fine. We'll it do actually it. It is, is good though. for you. It is. It is. You guys are going to, okay. Well, it's great for you after a meal, but I genuinely don't. And she eats ice cream cones. Walking, like, she eats ice cream cones on the walk. So it's not that good for you. Oh my God. This is the most wholesome relationship I've ever heard in my life. That's so fun. I could just picture you like walking and being like, oh, 
<laughs> like, oh, no, so I do normally, I, I walk a lot faster than her. Or we have to do like a treat. We have to be like, okay, we're going to walk somewhere. We'll get you sushi and then yeah. we'll walk back. Just feed me and I'll walk to. Uh-huh. It's like I have a trail of food. I'm like a dog. <laughs> He's like throwing little Reese's in front of me, like picking them up. That's very cute. Okay. So, next question Any beliefs about relationships that have changed now that you have this one? Definitely think beliefs there are some. About relationships? Well, I mean, part of that probably has to do with age. And like, you wouldn't have learned that about a relationship unless you went through the prior one. So there's experience too, but for me would have been, I mean, it's still weird to me to say that we're living together because that's something very counter uh, sort of how you grow up in Oklahoma. Mm. It's a lot different. Mm. So that's one thing, you know, the pace, I would have been more inclined to be like, all right, we're not doing long distance. Let's live right next to each other. She's like, all right, we're each spending 3000 a month on rent and you get to just run away versus us being together. We get to just do it all and go through it. So that was something different for me. I guess I was sort of like, you shouldn't do that now. Obviously, I mean, she changed my mind on that. But So would you say then this is the first time you've ever lived with anyone in a relationship? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I don't normally have roommates either. I'm like a solo just tell me where you want me to be. I'll show up and I'll have fun or we'll do this. And then I come home and it's like my space kind of thing. Yeah. I've never even gotten close to that, really. So lone wolf. Kind of. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So when you say not living together, is that that's like a, you said it's an Oklahoma thing. Like you think that's a religious thing mainly. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's definitely a roots um, thing. Yeah. And it, from in the Midwest, it's. If you're going to live with somebody, just get married. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Are you getting a lot of pressure? Like, what's going on? Why are you guys, you, you, why aren't you guys married yet? What's happening? I mean, here? yeah, there's definitely pressure. It's not what's the matter with you. It's like. You're living together. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And My, I, I mean, I kind of agree with the why not. You know, it's not like I'm like, oh, let me test this relationship. Maybe another person comes along that's better than Abigail. I'm not thinking anything like that. I'm like. <laughs> Set on it. We've talked about, you know, the next stages and things like that. But I'm pretty particular with uh, how I go about things. Oh, so you're planning a big, this is a big deal. You're planning no, a big I mean, engagement I surprise. Plan, I mean, Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, it's grandmother now. But, I mean, I, oh, I, I see. Abby, I look at Abby and I'm like, oh, yeah, I could, I mean, I could see us being together forever. So that kind of helps me justify living together because yeah. it is something that I guess is foreign to me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of justified. It's like, I'm going to end up with this person. That's kind of where I'm at. So that helps kind of justify it, I guess, in my mind. But yeah. it is definitely foreign based off of, you know, where I come from and things like that. Yeah. Abigail, did you, was there a convincing or was it like, are you from a similar background? I'm just curious. Yeah. So I'm from a pretty similar background. I think it was kind of a shock for my parents too, because it was always instilled in me to you wait to live with someone until you're married. I think it really was just kind of our circumstances. You know, we spent, you know, ton of money on flights doing distance. And then he was moving further away at California. My lease was ending in New York. And, you know, it's our one year this week, but it already felt like we were more further along in our relationship than the actual time just with the show and mm-hmm. um, really having to prioritize that. So it's definitely 
was like a weird thing coming in because it wasn't like oh we're living together that that makes sense it kind of just was like okay we're finally going to be in the same place let's kind of see how this goes if it works for us if it doesn't we can figure something else out um I think it's been going really well I mean (laughs) a lot of it a lot of uh for where I was with work and everything like that a lot of it sadly was me telling her we'll figure it out and I knew we would figure it out I would do whatever I had to you know but I still was like I mean I don't address that right now we'll do what we can do and then work it out so a lot of it it wasn't like this what probably every girl wants is hey would you like to move in with me it was not that it was not like hey do you want to do this together it's more like me kind of being like how do I figure this out and us out and where I'm at and where I want to live because I hadn't had my own space yet. I was yeah. renting with one of my friends. Yeah. I mean, it's tough when you're not living in the same city already, which you were not. You know, when you are finally in the same place, it does almost seem a little wasteful, I guess, or a little unnecessary to live next to each other. So I was just, sure, yeah. I was curious. That's really interesting. But Abigail, you're not off the hook. I want to know what beliefs about relationships have changed now that you have this one. Um, I would say, I think, you know, going into the show, I definitely was very open to being in a relationship, but I think kind of my dating history and stuff is I definitely was kind of a commitment foe just because I had just seen a lot of unhappy, you know, relationships with my friends and so forth. And in my head, I just said, okay, when I meet someone, I'm move very slowly. What if I get sick of them? I don't know if I want to, you know, do that. And then I guess just like being in a, like a relationship with Noah, I was just like, oh my God, I'm so obsessed with you. That's why I like spend every day with you. <laughs> I together. Like I'm just like, bring it on. I'm not like scared of doing anything. So I would say Aww. that's probably like my belief. Change. Oh my God. So cute. cute. You guys. Okay. <laughs> that was adorable. It is now time for the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay. Yay! Now, this was delightful. Mm-hmm. I feel like I almost cried watching them do this yeah. because now we have to have you guys show what you inserted between you. Abigail was so hell bent on no cheating. This is how we So we don't cheat. <laughs> the trusty, trusty sweet green box. <laughs> A box this big with my head is up here. It's doing so much dividing going on. Yeah. I'm An sure impenetrable barrier. Yeah, I, that was so cute. I'm like, don't don't look at each other's answers. And she's like, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it helped. You guys were very fast yeah. writing these, I've got to say. So, and when we gave you outs, we're like, if you hate the question, we've got backups. You were like, no, you were confident. And we say that and we just got them all wrong. <laughs> oh. I couldn't decide if I wanted to be like funny or something that's like no. factual, like based. So No, fact. Yeah, you weren't funny, were you? I was partial, partially Ooh. funny. Ooh, well, He's then a risk-taker. Andy uh, likes to predict. Okay, the but score. now this is this is affecting my prediction. If he was trying to be funny, because funny is wrong, right? You're trying to be funny, but also wrong. Mm, you don't intentionally. It's just like it could work, but I doubt it's the correct. Well, if <laughs> okay, just just tell us what you think. All right, I'm gonna say four to three, Abigail. Okay. Yeah. I will say Andy used to be really good at this, but lately he's I've been done really slipping. Poorly. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Radar spent off lately. Yeah. I will say that in Abby's defense, I like everything. I'm like, oh, I could work with that. Or it's like a color. I'm like, 
I don't really have a favorite. Maybe black. I'm like kind of just like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, that's, oh, that's tough to work but with. I would also love potatoes. I'm like all over. That could be easy or hard for this. I'm getting a lot of Matthew McConaughey vibes from Matthew McConaughey. From Miller, yeah. I can say that. <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah. It's a certain swagger. Yeah. A swagger. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, there's Ivan again. There he is. Ivan, make an appearance. <laughs> They, the people Ivan. want you, Ivan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, their I'm their publicist, making sure yeah. they say the right thing. That is not what we need as our publicist. <laughs> That's bad for everybody. Okay. I'm very eager to see how this goes. Okay. Who should we start with today? Let's start with uh let's start with Abigail. Abigail, you are stranded on a desert island. What three things do you bring with you? And show the camera as you say them. I bring a phone. A lighter and a knife. Oh, okay. Ooh, smart! <laughs> that does make sense. To call for help. Yeah, well, you're stranded. But do you bring your charger phone. with you too? You're only gonna have like like See, ten I hours. A light phone. Oh. Okay, I said she, everything. she would bring for her. I said she would bring water, wine, and noodles. <laughs> <laughs> You would, I, I, I kind of assumed that halfway through she would give up, she would drink the wine, she would eat the noodles, and that would be that would be the end of Abigail. But I was wrong on that one. Wow, she was so much more practical than yeah, that. Yeah, wow. wider knife. <laughs> okay, so no point for Noah there, but cute answer. Cute, yeah, yeah, and funny. We're gathering that Abigail likes likes noodles. Yeah. <laughs> That's like pasta and noodles. Yeah, but. I would rely on them to survive, but yes, I do like noodles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could work. All these could work. Yeah, it's true. I do. I do. I like mean, the noodles. game is flawed in many ways. It's, it's, no, it's true. Good. Okay. Most games are. Yes, that's true. Your favorite game, Survivor, is totally flawed. That's true. Yeah. Do either of you watch Survivor? No. No, I might try to be on it, though. I think it'd be really fun. <laughs> oh, you'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd turn into a manipulative, like, just yeah. look out there. Oh, yeah. People would think that you were just this sunny guy from Oklahoma, and then you'd be and I'm stabbing them in the back. And the, in the roots and, yeah, all that stuff. He would get up to I trouble. I think it'd be good. Yeah. I would watch. I generally am not a big fan, but I would watch if you were on it. We'll pitch it. We'll see what we can do. Okay. <laughs> okay, Noah, you are stranded on a desert island. What do you bring with you? I had some debates, but I went with an axe, a cigar, mm -hmm. In a Bible, because an axe is like usable cigars if I'm on my way out. And then a Bible, if I'm standing there for a long time, you can like read. It's huge. You can read it forever. <laughs> that's a selling point for the Bible. Big book. It takes a long time I mean, to read. I read all day <laughs> okay, Abigail. Let's see. I feel like I was kind of close. I said a book, but a Bible is a book. Yeah, it counts. I said Ooh. wine, but wine cigar kind of I almost thing. did wine. And I did ATV because last time we were on the island, <laughs> he wrote an ATV. I would bring an ATV. That's a, that's a, you just bring it on your back? <laughs> Car and internet. <laughs> <laughs> My town. Um, I'm going to give Abigail that point. I I'm going to give it to her. I'm a little on the fence. I She definitely gets it for book. I almost did she wine. I, I almost did. I changed it to cigar. But like my final moments, I'm thinking, smoke a cigar. I did my best. One cigar. Yeah, one. Yeah. You really, you, you box of would be cool. But yeah, yeah. You, one just. <laughs> all right, man. 
Wow, well, you guys are both traveling very light. Yeah. <laughs> we're stranded, I thought. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna we're gonna have a sort of question mark half point for Abigail. If there's another yeah. debate, then she'll just If there's get a, a fence call, then yeah. you get a yeah. point. But, but right for now, now it's zero zero. It's zero half zero. Point. Question number two, Abigail. What is your biggest pet peeve? Tardy or late people. I mean, that's <laughs> it's excellent. I'm not point late. I just push it. Let's see, Noah. Did you? I that? said being late. Oh. Wow! Wow, that is a slam dunk point right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Noah, what's your biggest peeve? I said flaky people. Okay. Similar, similar. I said negative people. Uh, it's kind of big, I don't like it, but yeah, I mean, people that are like flaky, like they no, just. No, I respect her answer, but she's not getting she's that not point. Getting point. Oh, no. Abigail, I'm sorry. Sorry. Good yeah, answer. but that was a great answer. I also don't like flaky people, by the way. I'm no the person that like I'll do everything I can not to commit to it, but once I do, it's in stone, <laughs> locked in. Yeah. But yeah. Let, yeah. I do feel like you put off committing. Uh, I feel like there's sort of an epidemic of people who are always waiting for something better to come along. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they're just sort of not out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Okay. So we are one nothing for Noah right Mm. now, Andy. So far, you're off. Although Abigail, I feel, has been, she's, she's going to come on late. Around. She's yeah. going to come on late. <laughs> that could come in handy. Yeah. Question number three. What TV show, Abigail, do you watch because of Noah? Meaning you would not watch this show if it were not for him. I said Breaking Bad. Okay. Okay. See, that's news to me because one <laughs> that got us to watch that no, and she I... has, she has a habit of starting a show and then, I don't know few episodes in season in she's just disinterested and i'm stuck with so now i know breaking bad is another no, one of those shows. I love breaking wow. bad now but we started it because you really wanted to watch it i probably would have not have started it by myself but i okay. do mine okay. was a broad answer because i this is i get her to watch these shows pretty much any medieval show i make her watch all the shows that are like the Knights and castles, medieval ones. Okay. I forgot to watch those. Noah, what TV show do you watch because of Abigail? Meaning you would not watch it if it weren't for her. I was debating between all of her reality TV shows or Friends. (laughs) Friends. Friends. Oh, Oh, nice. Got it. Yay. Ooh, things are getting interesting. I don't like any shows that they have the the laugh track in the background. I totally agree. Why should I be told when to laugh? If I'm told when to laugh, that means they're insecure about when people should be laughing. It can be funny. Yeah. Okay. One, one. We're tied. This is a, you guys aren't doing that well. It's getting very interesting. They're not doing bad. The lowest score ever gotten is zero. Yeah. So people you've already. Did, was there a zero, zero or one, zero? It was. No, what, I've got, it's two to zero. What are we doing here? <laughs> No, 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 because you, Abigail got it right, what you would say for her. You said friends, and she got it right. Oh, the scoring is even more complicated. (laughs) (laughs) I will say they're the first to really point out how flawed this game is. But but the the original Newlyweds game was flawed too then, because we're abiding by the same rules as the TV show. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you didn't get your point because she said she watches Breaking Bad for you and you said medieval shows. Yeah, you didn't guess. Right. She spoke for herself. In this case, you spoke for yourself. You watch Friends. Friends. Yeah, you, you watch Friends and she knew that you would say Friends. Yeah. Oh, this is backwards. No, it's like pickle, pickleball. You can only score when, when, when you're serving. Okay, regardless, regardless. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. Question number four. Abigail, what was your first ever job, meaning the first thing you ever did for money? I was a bad girl. Yeah. You a were a bad girl? girl? Like a cutest little bad girl. Like at the a, grocery store? No, like no, golf no. bad girl. Golf. I like gloves. <laughs> <laughs> she said like a girl. Like Trader Joe's. No, I think she thought he said something else. She thought she was, I thought she was a bad girl at the grocery store, too. Yeah. You know what that says? It says that we don't live in a state where golfing is a thing. Wow. So you're a, you're a caddy. You, you were, were like, a caddy. Is it a caddy? What's oh, the difference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were like a low level caddy. It was like you weren't you weren't allowed to give advice. You just carried the bag. Me? Yeah. Well, I, she was like twelve, I think. <laughs> Sixteen. Or 16. Yeah, chip it a little bit to the right. Like, oh what God. are you talking to me for? You're twelve. Golf cards, like um, okay. it was like a first club. So I would see them walking down. Like, oh, hi, Mister Smith, and I got the bag. That's nice. That wow. seems like a cushy job as a twelve year old. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah you get a lot of tips. You, you're right. The cutest, the cutest bad girl ever. I would, you, they, she uh, probably and like a oh, little, yeah. a little some bangs. I want over all the the old the old men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was playing the system. I appreciate yeah, that. No one figured it out early. Did you get that? Well, now I don't know how the point system works, but I said golf girl. <laughs> That's good. You got it. Oh. You got it. Do you get a point for that then? No, you Absolutely. You get that point. You Noah. get a point. I don't know how you guys are doing the points. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when he wins, he's going to be like, oh, I totally get it. Makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right now you are winning. My question, but I don't know. Here we go. I also think she would make, like, I'm also imagining her bagging groceries and it's also oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's cute no matter what. Hold on. Be careful. Here's yeah. your peanut butter. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Noah. What was your first ever job? I said mow lawns. I used to go and just walk around and mow people's lawns. Okay. I think lawn mower was the correct answer you were looking for. <laughs> well, that's like a machine, you know, that sounds. Oh, that's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. Generally, it's a machine. Abigail, did you get that? I thought we were doing like official, like. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? Hold on a second. I'm going to, this is an unprecedented moment. I think you answered the question wrong. Because that's not a real job. No, I said the first thing you ever got paid money to do. That could be babysitting. Yeah, but okay, you're right. You're right. No, you know what? You're right. That's why it, I add that. It's line. a legitimate answer. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I said when you would drive with Sam to go check the cell tower things. No. <laughs> no idea what that is. Wait, no. let's see. Can I see what you wrote for that? I think she wrote exactly what she just said. What did you say? Driving with Sam to check cell towers. My handwriting is really bad. You had you wrote all that in ten seconds. Well, because I didn't know. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Now this begs the question: What the hell is she talking about? Yeah. We used to go. It's called side acquisition. Side ac. We go. Um, there's all these cell towers everywhere. <laughs> every, I'm not getting into the details, but basically, we would go test the cell towers, make sure they're functioning properly, type in some codes, uh, spray the grass, and. Uh, String trim, and then go to the next one. Was she right? Like, what was the, f the first thing you ever did for money was yeah. mow lawns? Oh, I, I mowed lawns and when I was like 14. We'd just go to the all the, the rich neighborhood and ask to mow their lawns for $40 or rake their leaves. $40? Okay. 
Yeah, we made money. That was that's good. <laughs> that's good money. Abigail, I'm sorry. I feel like she's always skirting around getting she's a point. She's close enough she that she gets close. sympathy points, but not yeah, actual points. Yeah. yeah, I feel like she deserves more. You deserve more. I'm sorry. Yeah. Question number five. Abigail, it's your last meal on earth. What do you order? You agreed, both of you, to just do one thing. Let's see. She orders sushi. Nice call. Good call. Oh, Noah does not look confident after that. Yeah, we did. She did tell me her favorite food was sushi, but I'm convinced based on how much pasta she eats, it would have been pasta. Okay. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, he was really leaning into the noodles theme. Yeah. Yeah. He eats a lot of noodles. I see every day, so I assume that's her favorite food. It's just easy to make. I can't make sushi at home. Yeah, and if it's if it's like your last meal on earth, you're ordering something you cannot make. Yeah, I eat a lot of sardines, but my last meal on earth ain't sardines. Yeah, Andy eats a lot of sardines. <laughs> yeah, I eat sardines all the that's time. They're disgusting. Good. They're so disgusting. Yeah. But I like it. It's like a disgusting thing you like. Like when you smell something that's really bad and you're like, oh, I want to smell that again. The same thing. <laughs> Or straight? Oh, I straight right out of the can. I don't even put on a plate. Actually, you know what I do sometimes now? What I found as good is I put uh, mustard on them. Sometimes when I turn into a ravenous animal, I'll just put straight mustard in the, just try to get as much mercury and aluminum as I can into my body. <laughs> just do mustard into the can, stir a little bit, eat it straight. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's basically what I do. I don't even put on a plate. That's a dark side of me. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, well. Yeah, I'm not that proud of it. Yeah, either. I feel like you should maybe keep that more under wraps. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that embarrassing? Like he he only brought it up because you brought it up, but I feel like that's how you should think yeah, of your sardines. But this is how people habit. connect. They're it's like, true. I also like sardines with mustard in the can. Yeah. And then suddenly they're you know a person's wedding. Meanwhile, Abigail and I are shaking our heads. No. Yeah. No. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, Noah. It's your last meal on earth. What do you order? I said pho. Okay. That's a good call. Excellent. Abigail, did you get that? Ramen. Same. That's good. We got, no. Girls we are got different. No, noodles and soup. We're that's, talking that's, I got to give it to her. I got to give it she to her. She deserves, okay, you want to know why she deserves it? It's because of that other half yes, point. Yes, this because is where the half point comes in. We want to be clear that ramen is Japanese and pho is Vietnamese, so I don't want to offend anyone. Oh, we will, by the way, get heavy hate on the comments section. <laughs> what I'm about to say is this could not be, this might not be politically correct, but as two people from Asian descent, for you to agree that ramen and pho are the same is- I think that's not what's happened. Outrageous. And you know, it. and your grandmothers would not be happy. Uh, I mean, he's right. We're not saying it's the same. It's that she was really close and she also had that half point waiting in the wings. She's getting yeah, it. It just so happens that it's, it's both Asian. Like if it was some Italian noodle soup, I would have said <laughs> it's the same thing. A lot of favoritism in this <laughs> system. <laughs> well, we are now 2-2. Two, two, we got to do a tiebreaker. You have the choice between having a tiebreaker question that we do right now or we can just No, be I'm not all giving them a choice. They're doing around. a tiebreaker. Oh, Andy wants you to do a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Okay, tiebreaker time. Abigail. You need actually just for both of you. Oh, you got (laughs) it. It's coming back. The official newlyweds game divider. Yes. Yeah. Branded. Not sponsored. Yeah. Okay, Abigail. What's the first thing you'll buy if you win the lottery? I would buy a yacht. Ooh. (laughs) Where did that come from? We talk about it all the time. Okay. No. Is it is it big? How big are we talking? Yeah. 
whatever, okay. however much money, like to put the whole thing in. Like if oh, it's massive, I would have like a personal chef, like the whole nice. layout area in the front. Right. I respect that choice. That's a true lottery purchase. Yeah, and you live on the yacht, right? You live. You just live on the yacht. You don't ever, ever go. No, just six months out of the year. Oh, that's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Noah, did you get that? Well, seeing how she's been driving my car for a year and has been talking about getting a car for a year, which should be the right answer, I said car. Because that is something we've talked about. What? That, that card is something that 60% of Americans own. <laughs> I'm just been a little slow. A lot of money coming in. I'm buying a car. You could buy one now, but I assume that would be the the over the edge. That would be the... No, yacht first. And not oh, car. yeah. Come on. Yacht. I respect the yacht choice. Love it. Have to okay. Uber. Have to Uber to our yacht. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'll save enough of the lottery winnings to buy a car. I'll take the loss on that one. (laughs) All right, Noah, you've won the lottery. What's the first thing you buy? I'm getting a fat catamaran with a trampoline on the front. Nice sailboat. Oh, wow. You guys are really on the same page. I knew she'd get that one. She put, what did she write? Sailboat. Sailboat. Sailboat, Oh, okay. She won. Abigail, you just slid through there and won uh, the Dear Shandy Newlyweds. <laughs> <laughs> she really likes, like, she was Indiana Jones in the yeah, end. She, did. she <laughs> came up. It was a come from behind victory, too. It really was. She was oh, a yeah, legitimate no, victory. She deserves You lost, this. Noah. You lost Very this Very legitimate yeah. victory. <laughs> You guys, what an absolute delight, delight it was to have you. Thank you so much for joining us and just giving us so many laughs today. I know. Thank you, thank you guys. We had fun. Well, looking forward to seeing you in person soon. And thanks for sharing your relationship with us. And yes, go off and be merry and go win the lottery and then invite <laughs> us onto your yacht. Go get a yacht. <laughs> yeah. 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 Another double date soon. We think you guys are one of the best podcasts out there. Oh. So, uh, we think. Thank you. Andy, we, have we haven't so seen you as much. We've seen Charlene. We like Charlene quite a bit but we also- wait what hold on a second <laughs> well now that i know you eat sardines yeah with mustard a stronger bond there but we uh, do love you guys we're glad we came on oh thank Thanks you so, so much it was great all right have fun we'll we'll see you soon i hope all right sounds good okay. guys bye, bye guys thank bye. you oh oh god i like them so much more than i did on tv <laughs> And that's not an insult. That's if, uh, the biggest compliment. It is the biggest compliment. TV, it's, it's, it's bullshit. My progression with them is, is on TV, I was like, eh. In person, when we went to the dinner with uh, Thomas and Becca, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. This isn't what I saw on the mm-hmm. TV. The well, TV lied to me. The TV. And then this <laughs> took it. It was like one, two, three, yeah. knockout. These these guys are unbelievable. They're great. Yeah, they were I want to see them again. I want them to come to New York. I want to hang out with them. No, it's so true. It was really one of those cases where, and it's always a little humbling, especially no. when you've been recapping it and you're like, I know. Look at the way they look each, at each other. Look no, at yeah, their yeah. conversations. Yeah, yeah. It really puts into perspective just how little you know and how much is left behind, you know, when they're like, yeah, we talked about this. We joked about this. And yeah, we did this, but we also did this. Yep. I mean, it makes you remember just how edited the show is, but it's also humbling because I I like to think that I know just as millions of people do. But do we really? We don't know. No. We, we don't. don't know until we know. And I love being proven wrong, especially in such a satisfying and fun way. Like they were just so fun. You know what it is? They're just weird. 
They're weird. They're weird in the best way. Yeah. I know they're even weirder, way weirder than we think they are. Which oh, is totally. Yeah. yeah. You have to be weird. Life <laughs> is weird. Existence is weird. You got to be weird. There's nothing normal about anything. <laughs> Don't act like it's normal. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying act like a lunatic in everything you do. Yeah. I'm just saying that that See life is insane mm -hmm. and you could go have your job, yeah. you know, take care of, be nice to people, yeah. do all the right things as a human. Yeah. But every day of your life, you're like, this is really weird first of all i love that about you oh. that you see the weirdness but it's always just Likewise. so sometimes i go to this weird place where i'm like we have a like a, an apartment inside a building inside a city and i start to think of us like being in a honeycomb like in like one little compartment yeah. in a honeycomb and like we're so irrelevant but it also gives you freedom because who cares i sound like i'm on something right no, now no, no. but i'm we're really never, not we're not <laughs> we, when i'm on something i think less about these things we have a hole in our face <laughs> that we eat in, we talk out of, yeah. we kiss with, yeah. we give blowjobs oh, yeah, with. Yeah. We put each other's parts in or yeah. on. Yeah. Like what's it's up crazy. with that? It's crazy. That's so strange. Yeah. Everything is so strange. What if you take away that hole? Oh, Just take screwed. it away. Take away your mouth. How we're weird is everything? Oh, we're screwed. It's even weirder. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Makes no sense. The point being, they're delightfully weird and together. So cute. Yeah, I like them a lot. I I don't have any doubt that they're going to last. You know, I love being proven so wrong about someone. I I didn't dislike Noah on his, on Clacia's season, but I he wasn't. I wasn't like, yeah, Noah. I was just like, I don't. I disagree with this and this and this. And when I met him, I was like. I am so wrong and I am thrilled to be wrong because you're so but great. But the thing is, oftentimes, and no offense to people who are great on TV. I'm yeah. not saying everyone who's great on TV is a bad person. But I'm saying oftentimes the people who are worst, the worst on TV, mm -hmm. oftentimes are the best people. Mm. But it's not natural. It's not always natural to be good on TV. Well, you're making a good point. Like he said, he was like, I knew that breaking up with Abigail was going to make me look bad, but he yeah. did it anyway because it felt right at the time. Yeah. It really speaks to a certain inner compass, like knowing that you're doing something right for you. Or maybe he got manipulated or whatever, but he didn't care what people thought. Didn't care. That's a superpower, yeah. per I personally think. And Abigail, meanwhile, I just... She speaks to me in so many ways. Like she's clearly not herself with a camera on her. And that makes me only like her more. Abigail is channeling some heavy Charlene. Yeah. In her ways. Yeah. I mean, I'm flattered by that. Comparison. She's absolutely adorable. I yeah. love them. Yeah. Great couple. Great. Love fest success. Seal of approval. Yeah. And they made it easy for me, too, because I often have to slide into DMs and be like, hey. No, they were right come? on time. Were they like eight seconds late? No, they were eight seconds early. Really? Which, I mean, eight we're not going to name names, but let's just say <laughs> that's not normal when not dealing normal. with bachelor couples. I even said to you before, like five minutes before, I was like, when was the last time you talked to them? And you're <laughs> actually, like, oh, okay, okay. We actually have to describe this because it did happen. Yeah. So before we're rolling, it's like five minutes out. And Andy, you're like, when was the last time you had any correspondence with them? And I said, oh, we were just coming up with this date and time. And you're like, nothing else? And I was like, well, Gabby sent a Zoom link and we all agreed on the time. And you're like, I don't know if they're going to show up. <laughs> I did say that. Okay, first of all, that's this is not a reflection on them, but more of a reflection no, on just, bachelor couples in yeah. general or bachelor people. Yeah. 
And I was like, no, they're going to be there because of Abigail. Abigail's going to be there on time. Not only was she there on time, but she had the papers ready, the pens ready. Not that Noah wasn't ready. No, no, Noah was ready. (laughs) He was ready in spirit. He was ready in spirit. But Abigail, I had a vibe. I knew that she was it. And she was. She's on top of her game. It sounds like we're blowing smoke, but we really did love them that much. I can always tell by After Love Fest, sometimes I'm tired. And other no, times I'm like, oh, like I kind of want to go drinking with them. You know what? You know how I gauge it? Huh. How much I smell after a love fest. <laughs> Are you uh, working up a bit of a, a perspiration over Nothing. there? Nothing. I smell totally fresh. Oh, so, oh, it's the opposite from what I thought. So what you're no, saying. No, why would I get, no, when I get stressed out, I start to like a lot of underarm sweat and I start, it smells. That's what men do. They so smell. what you're saying is that you just have clean sweat right smell now. Smell my under armpits. It's not bad, right? No. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Okay. Good love fest. <laughs> if you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Tell your friends. Leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. We should have done the same with them, by the way, at the top with their handles. But I feel like they're way oh, they more, have, they're yeah, way more they're famous fine. than they us. Need, they don't need Dear Shandy. <laughs> they're, doing, they're doing just fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll obviously link their stuff below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. And that's a wrap, Andy, for this very lovey-dovey love fest. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy.